while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Hey, welcome. Welcome to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program this evening. Uh, so if you go to WBSM.com, you can see a column I wrote uh, on a toy drive held uh, by the um, Cape Cod Hells Angels. And we have Jeremy and Chris uh, from uh, Cape Cod Hells Angels on with us now. Oh, hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Good. So um, just before we get started, uh, can you guys tell us what um, the uh, Cape Cod Hells Angels uh, do? We're, uh, well, we're a nonprofit organization and we promote uh, motorcycle safety and we donate to other uh, things in our area. So you guys have a toy drive uh, going on. You've uh, you're trying to get a toy. You're trying to um, serve. Uh, you're trying to get uh, gifts to. Um, I believe it's 40 children that are in shelters uh, across the uh, locally. Um, get them gifts for uh, Christmas. You've done this before. How has this event gone? Uh, well, in the past, I we've done uh, over like we've done about 120 children in um, in a season, and um, <clears throat> this year. Um, yeah, this year, well, this, this, what we're trying to do right now is, uh, this is not all we did this year, but what we're trying to do is finish this 40, and it, what it is, it's one more shelter, and they have about 40 children in this one shelter. Okay. So, well, um, so, uh, how can people, uh, get involved with that if they, if they want to contribute? Well, they could reach out, like, we post it online, they could, um, they could drop off donations, uh, that would help out. Um, and that would be, you could drop them off either, um, if you guys would take any donations, that would be great. And, um, at Lexi's Road Dogs, um, at 175 State Road in Westport, Mass. Or you guys can reach out to me, um, I got a phone number you could have, it's 508-817-1354, and I will take donations personally. So, uh, there's a $10, uh, maximum value, uh, per gift, um, are there any specific gifts that you guys are looking for? I mean, <clears throat> the ranges of children are from infants to 16 years old. So the range is pretty broad. Um, these are kids that are in, that are in facilities that don't have no, no means and no ways to celebrate a good Christmas. So we're just, uh, trying to get things for those age, those age brackets. Okay, so uh, uh, kids ranging from newborn to 16 years old, any uh, anything um, with a $10 value that you can get to them, and you're hoping that there's there's one particular shelter that you guys are looking to um, to donate to, and that shelter has about 40 families with children um, who are in need of gifts, uh, who are in need of help to, to give their ki uh, kids gifts for the holidays. Yeah, they give us a list of actually how many children are in are in the facility and uh what they they really need so that's how we get that information 
Yeah, it's actually 40 children, so it could be less families than 40. Right. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we try to keep it at $10. That way we don't you know nothing too crazy. Exactly. We don't want to burden the public either. It's the holidays, you know? Right, of course. And um, so why did you... Is, is there any particular reason you you looked at this one shelter uh, that you guys wanted to um, that you guys wanted to, to target? I mean, first and foremost, me and Jeremy are both local guys. We're from this area, born and raised. Um, uh, it's a desire to give back to our community. Of course, um, Jeremy can give you more details on how we. You know. Well, this this uh, this shelter right here actually personally um, when um, back <clears throat> back in like two thousand five eight um, I got clean and sober my. Uh, Children ended up in a shelter, and they helped my kids out. So I love to pay back with uh, where they where uh, payback is due. Of course. So we're speaking with Jeremy and Chris. They're with uh, the um, Cape Cod Hell's Angels. They have a toy drive. Uh, you could drop off a toy um, or a, a gift of ten dollar value to Lexi's Road Dog at one seventy five State Road in Westport until uh, I believe the deadline on that is December twentieth. Am I correct on that? Correct. Yep. So December twentieth, um, yeah. and, and you're, uh, there's a shelter with forty children um, who are in need of help to get. Um, I think one of the foundational joys of growing up a, a gift, a, a gift on the holidays. So, um, is there anything else that you want the people to know about this event? Yeah, it's, the, um, it's a Harbor House shelter, actually, in the Bedford. If you guys like to know. Okay. Okay. Great. Mm -hmm. Um, no, we appreciate all the help. Anything we can get before that would help. I mean, absolutely. You know, I mean, right now, I probably, I mean, we we're gonna, we're gonna do it no matter what. We're gonna handle it. We'll get um, but but yeah, anything. We'll be able to give more. That's what we're trying. A couple more things to each kid would be great. You know what I mean? Of course. Well, um, guys, I, I appreciate you coming on talking about this event. Uh, is there anything else you want to leave with the the audience with before I let you go? Well, thank you for having us. Thank yeah, you. We appreciate us, uh, get this out. You know. Yeah, anytime. I appreciate it's very important we give back to our community, especially in this day and age. Absolutely. Appreciate the work you guys, uh, you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So that was Jeremy and Chris. They're from the Cape Cod Hells Angels um, nonprofit motor, uh, motorcycle club that teaches motorcycle safety and donates the various charities. They have a toy drive that is uh, until December 20th. You can drop off uh, a gift of uh, $10 maximum value. Uh, for uh, for kids ranging from ages zero, newborn to sixteen, you can drop that off at Lexi's Road Dog at one seventy five State Road in Westport. You can drop that off to them. Um, you can call Jeremy. I actually have a column on wbsm.com that you can check out. I wrote it yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I wrote it yesterday. You can check it out. Uh, it has all of the details. Um, it, you can drop it off uh, at that address till um, at that address until December twentieth. And they're looking to help forty children uh, in a uh, particular uh, shelter in New Bedford. Obviously, a personal connection to one of the club members. Um, and so, I think it's a great cause. Uh, you know, we we. We've promoted, you know, we always try to promote uh, good community events here um, at WBSM. I think it's one of the uh, foundations, the cornerstones of local talk radio is to, um, you know, is to, to let people know about good events happening in the community. You can call Jeremy at 508-817-1354. He can take those donations uh, as well. So they said anything you can bring um, will be great. They said, you know, they're going to. They're going to uh, provide for those 
um, children, but uh, they want to really do it. And, you know, they really any donations, any further donations from the community will add to, I think, the amount that they're able to help provide these children with. Again, I think one of the foundational joys of, of growing up is, is getting a gift on the holidays. That may sound, you know, like, oh, well, it's not what it, it's about. But I, I, I think, you know, when you're a kid. And especially when you're talking to other kids, when you're going to school and they talk about the things they got for Christmas. And if you didn't get anything, it, it's really, I think, a terrible thing. So I think this toy drive is really important. I think all toy drives are really important. And hopefully you're able to contribute uh, a gift. Again, you can drop that off at 175 State Road in Westport. And the maximum gift for each uh the maximum price for each gift is ten dollars. Again, they're looking for rain. Uh, for they're they're help trying to help forty children in a particular shelter, and uh, from newborn to sixteen years old. So I want to thank Jeremy and Chris for coming on to bring bringing that to the program. Actually, Chris McCarthy set that up. Uh, he he had um he had texted me sometime. I think it was on Sunday. I think he had asked me um, to. He called me on Sunday. Chris Chris McCarthy is one of the few people that can call me on Sunday. <laughs> Most people can't call me on Sunday. Sundays, uh, Sundays, Sundays for football. But Chris McCarthy can call me on Sunday. So he called me uh, on Sunday. Said, "Hey, look, they're putting on this good event. Um, hopefully, you can, you know, we can put out some something uh, on the on the website. Hopefully, we can have them on the show and uh, to let as many people know as possible." So again, one more time, just before um, before we go to the commercial break, that is a toy drive held by um, the. Cape Cod Hells Angels Motorcycle Club, a nonprofit organization that is aimed at uh, motorcycle safety and giving back to the community. And they have uh, a toy drive. You can donate a, a gift of uh, maximum $10 value from ages newborn to 16. And you can drop that off at Lexi's Road Dog. Uh, Lexi's Road Dogs. It's a hot dog. Uh, it's a hot dog shop in Westport at 175 State Road. State Road is Route Six. If you don't know, uh, 175 State Road in Westport. If you have any questions about the toy drive, you can call Jeremy at 508-817-1354, and hopefully he'll ask. He'll answer whatever questions you have. He'll also take the donations personally. So they they want you know they want to. They want to really, uh, they re they want to really, you know, go all out for this, uh, for the children living in this shelter, um, whose, you know, obviously whose families are um, severely under resourced and probably likely unable to provide them with, uh, you know, a gift or, or 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 as many gifts as you know their peers might get. So, five zero eight. 996-0500. I'm gonna take this break early and then we'll be right back. This is South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. Chris will be back tomorrow. Welcome back to the show. 
I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you get in the program. We're also taking a message on the app chat. So earlier in the first hour, you know, we had a, uh, we, we did have calls of support for Rep. Steve Howitt's bill um, that uh, Steve Howitt is a state rep from Seekonk that um, proposed legislation that will curb the sale of stolen catalytic converters. Um, so I know that there's people in the audience that have called into the the day programs saying that they've had catalytic converters stolen before. Um, uh, I know there's been some app chat messages on it too. There are people in New Bedford who have been accused of stealing catalytic converters that were just caught um, or charged by the Bristol County DA's office. So um, there, uh, it's a big problem in New Bedford. It's a big problem in the South Coast. It's a big problem in the state. And Rep. Steve Howitt's bill is targeted at trying to um, dry up the uh, market for uh, catalytic converter sales. So 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. We also have Jeremy and Chris from the uh, from the Hells Angels, uh, Cape Cod, come on to talk about their toy drive. Again, uh, just one more time, if you're interested in donating to that toy drive, they're trying to, there's one shelter in New Bedford that they are targeting to, uh, there's, 40, there's 40 children uh, in that shelter. And they want to make sure that they have the best Christmas possible. And so they're asking for donations from the community um, for uh, $10 gifts, uh, $10, maximum $10 value gifts uh, for children ages newborn to 16. Um, and uh, and you can drop it off at Lexi's Road Dog at 175 State Road in Westport. That's Route 6. Lexi's Road Dogs is a hot dog shop. You can drop it off there. Um, uh before uh on or before december 20th and you can also call jeremy at 508-817-1354 again that's 508-817-1354 okay so i was off yesterday um chris and i because the pats game was on you know we broadcast the pats game when we're uh when when it's on um so i hope you enjoyed the uh i hope you enjoyed the big win um it was kind of a boring game to be honest with you uh, the Pats just aren't as exciting as they used to be, obviously, for, for obvious reasons. Um, but I still hope you enjoyed the fact that the Pats did win and that they're very much in the playoff hunt. So um, 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program again. Chris and I, Chris will be back tomorrow. We'll be with Ted Nisi in studio. And then we'll um, Friday, we're going to have Santa on. Santa's going to be on. He's going to be in studio. You can call Santa. You can... Um, Tell him what you want for, for Christmas. I mean, or you could have your kid or your grandkid or your niece or your nephew call and tell them what you want for Christmas, too. Uh, he'll be here from 7 to 8. And again, I want to thank local 841, the uh, the local firefighter union who called Santa and called him up, had him uh, make the trip down here uh, to the station um, to talk to the people of the South Coast. So. 508-996-0500, also taking your message on the app chat. I do want to react to some of the news of the day, and I know that there's been some spirited discussion on this topic uh, on Jess's show and a bit on Tim's show, um, and that is the story that was coming out of Fall River, and it has to do with... Uh, so Fall River, the public library in Fall River had a uh, drag queen, uh, uh, drag queen uh, story hour, Right. And I know it's been the subject of controversy. Uh, there was people that really vehemently disagree with 
the notion of drag queens, drag queen story hours, a lot of people that think it's a good thing. That's, there was a lot of discussion on that. Right. And I think a lot of, I guess, shock and horror around the drag queen story time. But what was, I think lost on everybody. Um, well, that's good. Excellent. So apparently, uh, just to just to um, let you guys know, I just got a text from from uh, Jeremy from the club. As soon as he got off the phone, he got a call. Someone gave a two hundred uh, dollar donation to or two hundred uh, two hundred donation gave a donation to the um, uh, gave a donation to the toy drive the uh, put on by the um, by the Cape Cod Hell's Angels. That's excellent. So gave a, a sizable donation to um, Jeremy. So that was as soon as he got off the air. So uh, really happy about that. Thank you guys. You're such a great audience. I really appreciate that. That's really awesome. Uh, and I know more importantly, not only like, you know, they appreciate that. Most importantly, the, 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 uh, the kids will appreciate that. The kids will really appreciate it. So that, that's great. I'm, I'm really happy about that. So back to the story today. So a lot of people were talking about whether or not drag, drag queen story hour is good for kids, whether it's, you know, some people say it's good for kids. Some people say it's bad for kids. Okay. My whole thing on that is if you don't want your kid to go to a drag queen story hour, that's fine. You just don't have to bring them to it. Um, I think that's my whole position on it. Um, but what was not discussed as much and which was surprising to me is the fact that the whole reason the story got posted was not because of the drag queen story hour that was happening at the fall Republic library. The reason it got posted, the reason the story got written is because mayor Paul Coogan wasn't talking about his opposition or even to the drag queen story hour or whether or not arguing about the philosophical, um, you know, differences in opinion between the people who are for and against it. The reason he post he talked about it was a neo-Nazi group showed up to the to the uh, Fall of Republic Library, said Heil Hitler, um, said a really uh, said a slander against you know said a, a epithet against people in the LGBTQ community that begins with the word F and stood out there for a while a neo-nazi group nsc 131 nsc stands for nationalist i believe it's uh nationalist i why did i already forget nationalist social club right yeah nationalist social club nsc 131 the 131 stands for um uh, ACA, which means like uh, anti-communist, basic anti-communist action. So NS3131, the Nationalist Social Club, which is a neo-Nazi organization. The 131 stands for, it says ACA, again, uh, anti-communist action. So NSC131 showed up to a public library, said Heil Hitler, said a derogatory word for people in the LGBTQ uh, community that begins with F. I'm sure you can figure it out. And... They were masked. They marched over there and were, you know, you know, obviously very offensive and awful. But I think what's lost on people is the fact that no one talked about that. 
No one talked about the fact that actual Nazis, actual Nazis, real Nazis, showed up to a library to say Heil Hitler and to say derogatory, bigoted things. And nobody talked about that. Everybody was upset about the drag queen brunch, but no one was upset about the fact that there are Nazis in this community. That group, uh, NSC-131, they were founded, I believe, somewhere in like eastern Massachusetts. They were famous for they've done a you know they've done a couple protests, but they were most famous for going to Boston um, during the annual St. Patrick's Day parade uh, and saying had a flag out that said "Keep Boston Irish." One of their trademarks is basically they wear these paintball masks with skulls on them and they dress in all black um, and like. You always think of like when you think of neo-Nazis and you think of like Nazism and all that, all that stuff, it's it always seems very abstract, right? Like, oh, there were Nazis, right? There were Nazis in the 1930s and 40s and there are Nazis now, but they're usually a bit more covert, right? And yeah, there are people who identify as Nazis and white supremacists exist and like you always talk about it like, oh, okay, they're in Boston, right? But I don't know. Is anybody concerned about the fact that there are Nazis in your community? Like Mayor Coogan said, oh, they're not from Fall River. I don't know how you know that. They're all masked. They're all masked for a reason because they don't want you to know when they're out in the community that they're Nazis. Right? I don't know. It just never got raised as an issue. These people are part of your community. They are, they are your neighbors. You see them at the grocery store. You don't even know where you see them because they're wearing masks. And during the whole day, everybody had everything to say about the drag brunch, but never talked about the Nazis. It's terrifying to me that there are people who subscribe to that ideology that are living out there in the community. And they don't want you to know who they are because they're masked. It'd be one thing if they went out there with no masks and they went out there and said their awful things, right, to protest this drag brunt, uh, the, the drag queen story time. It'd be one thing if they did that. But they don't. They want to be anonymous. And so they stood there. They said awful things. I mean, no one was concerned that the, that the, the, the everybody was concerned that the kids got got read a story by somebody a, a man wearing what's typically seen as quote unquote woman's clothing um no one er, people were concerned about that but no one was concerned that those kids heard Heil Hitler right no one was concerned about that that they heard that and that they heard a derogatory word for the LGBTQ community that ended, that began with the word F. No one was concerned about that. Everybody was concerned about who was reading them a story, right? Because of the clothing that they were wearing while they were reading them a story. But they weren't concerned about the fact that these kids were exposed to actual neo-Nazis. They're real and they're here and they're, they're protesting outside of public libraries where there are children and they're saying derogatory words. They're saying derogatory racial words. They're saying derogatory bigoted words. 
and they're sub- and they're giving their allegiance to Adolf Hitler. Everybody was concerned about oh whether or not the 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 person whether or not the person reading the kid the story wore clothing that was what uh, that may or may not have fit into your you know binary view on gender roles and gender attire but but nobody was concerned that the children were exposed to nazis i would probably be more concerned with the nazi part i don't know i'm concerned that there are nazis in the community now like it's again i you know you expect it all right bigger cities there's a lot of people there's probably some unsavory people right but you don't expect it there there to be an organized coalition of people who still to this day swear their allegiance to Adolf Hitler that live in your community. There was enough of them to march, to have an organized march and protest outside of a public library where your kids are. There was enough of them to organize and protest at a parade in Boston where your kids are, right? There's enough of them to organize and protest anywhere where your kids might be and say these words and say these things that people want to convince themselves were disabused in society 70 years ago. But in reality, there's a non-zero amount of people who, for one reason or another, feel emboldened to not show their faces, but at least go out there and organize in an organized fashion and let their voice be heard on these issues, right? There's enough of them. There's a, there's a what well, I think, a 31% spike in hate crimes in Massachusetts over the last year. And it's because these individuals like these who go out there and organize to say derogatory things, but nobody's concerned about that. Nobody's concerned about that. They were concerned about, I heard people say that the, it was the, it was the people dressed in drag that are the ones that are divisive. There's a story about Nazis in the fall river public library protesting. And there was a story and, and I actually heard somebody argue that it was actually the people dressed in drag that are being divisive and not the people who are swearing their allegiance to Adolf Hitler. I mean, it's just incredible to to me. It's just incredible to me. I I don't understand. I just don't understand how everybody lost sight of that fact and weren't terrified by the fact like I am that there are people that still ascribe to this ideology that exists in a non-zero fashion that are now emboldened to organize that are now emboldened to organize in front of public in public spaces and say the things that they said in front of your kids. You're more concerned that parents voluntarily brought their kids to a uh, story time that was put on by someone dressed in drag than someone brought their kids to story time and were harassed by actual living, breathing Nazis that exist today. I don't know. To me, it seems like the latter is a lot more terrifying, but 
I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back. 1420 WBSM can now be heard on 99.5 FM. If you own a... You never know who will call in the South Coast tonight. But they want to hear from you most of all. Call 508-996-0500. Or use the WBSM app to send an app, chat, text message, or leave voicemail. Right in. I've really got out of the crib too much. As I spend another night without a single thing to do Set writing down this music I proceed to bring to you My man Billy hit me up, he got some weed he bringing through Tell him better be that good and grab a pack of swishes too That's what usually happens, deserve some cool relaxing Smoking herb and laughing and curb your enthusiasm I'm just a regular kid at my crib Doing regular ish, earning five splits I'm so high, another night alone So I'ma pull another cup and roll another zone Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. We're just talking about that story about the neo-Nazis protesting uh, the Drag Queen Story Hour. And again, I really think the focus should be on the fact that the, that there were real Nazis here in the South Coast and that they're organizing. And like... I think that's the bigger issue than the than the drag queen brunch. Because like, I mean, the drag queen story time. If you don't want to bring your kids to drag queen story time, you just don't have to, right? But there really shouldn't be a, a circumstance in which your kids should have to be exposed to Nazis. And I don't know. You know, I don't have kids. You, 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 a lot of you have kids or have had kids or have current kids. Um, and so maybe there's a reason that I don't know about that you might be more concerned with the drag brunch than the not uh, the drag story time than the Nazis but the Nazis thing is really troubling for me um because they're Nazis but uh this Kate Robinson did a great job on this story uh you can see the march um you can see the march uh it was uh recorded by Angel DaCosta from Fall River and, uh, yeah, they were telling people to go kill themselves. They were calling them the F word. Um, they said they were just practicing their First Amendment right. I mean, that is true, right? I mean, speech is speech, uh, as horrifying as it is. Um, so the mayor obviously, you know, had a statement condemning, uh, condemning them. Uh, there was a 31% spike in hate crimes in Massachusetts uh, while there was actually a decline in hate crimes everywhere um, uh, across the country. Uh, the FBI did say that this, this could have been due to the fact that they have recategorized certain crimes as hate crimes. But I think about that as like, you know, Joe Biden just signing, like, you know, it just goes to show you like, even as like most of society progresses, there's still like a, like I said, a non-zero if like a non-zero and very shrill portion of the population that are still committed to, you know, very arcane and awful uh, social, you know, strictures, um, you know, Biden, I believe today signed the Marriage Equality Act uh, that is going to, um, you know, do a lot in the way of solidifying, uh, you know, marriage equality as the law of the land. 
um, as they're concerned that the Supreme Court's going to overturn that. Maybe we can actually talk about that a little bit more in the nine o'clock hour. And I think it's a huge and, you know, we obviously we just elected uh, the first openly gay governor in the um, in the uh, in the in the Commonwealth's history. And I believe more Healy and the governor um, elect from Oregon. I think it's Oregon are the two first uh, openly lesbian governors of uh, ever elected in U.S. history. Um, And so obviously that wouldn't have been possible a while ago. Right. Uh, And so there's and it was just 20 years ago that, that Massachusetts was the trailblazer for marriage equality. But even in Massachusetts, where we've elected, uh, we've elected in, you know, an openly gay governor for the first time where we were the state and that, that openly gay governor actually, um, uh, argued in court for the cases that it ended, ended up making gay marriage, the law of the land in the Supreme court. Uh, even then, even as, all of this positive stuff happens in the right direction for LGBTQ, uh, LGBTQ rights and people becoming more accepting. You still have literal Nazis who are organized and emboldened enough to go to public libraries and say a derogatory slang word um, for people, for members of that community, right? And telling them to go kill themselves. It's really quite a thing. Uh, even as all this positive stuff happens here in Massachusetts, where the Goodrich decision happened, that was the, became the first state to make gay marriage legal, right? You still have these people that exist, and they're willing to organize. And uh, it, it's kind of terrifying. That was the biggest takeaway I had. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Uh, good evening. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, great show as usual. Thank you. Um I'll tell you right up front, I'm gay, so that I'll know where I'm coming from on this. Uh, okay. And the horror of it all is I voted for Trump, so <laughs> that's, even, that's even a bigger crime than anything. Sure. Um, I, I think in a lot of ways um, the trans movement is being, um, it's sort of being ripped out of the closet and used by the, the alphabet um, gay uh, fundraising organizations as a fundraiser. Because if you look at... Um, Regular, I don't want to say regular. If you look at um, lesbians, gay men, that that type of gay person, um, we've basically accomplished most of what we want right. in this country. And today, it was even solidified more by by uh, Biden signing the uh, the Marriage Act. Yeah. So the the organizations that have constantly raised money on the backs of we need money because we've got to fight for marriage and all this. Guess what? They don't have that anymore. Yeah, that's so a good point. Looking for a new, uh, a new um, champion, and I, I honestly think that's why we've seen so much of the um, rise of trans um, being the next big thing that the the organizations are pushing. That that's my two cents. You know? Yeah, but I mean, do do you think that like like do you think that people coming out as transgender like isn't that because we have a more like we have a more accepting society, but we don't really have a fully accepting society of it. And do you think it's desirable to move towards that? Like I, I think it is. Absolutely, be who you want to be. Yeah. You know, be who you want to be. Uh, that, that, that's how I believe. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do believe that 
um, the trans community is not a big a portion as it's made out to be. Yeah. It's a very tiny, minute um, uh, amount of people in, in society are, are truly trans. Wouldn't yeah. you agree with that? I would agree with that. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people were saying that about uh, gay people in general, probably before a lot it became a lot more accepting, too. Um, so, I mean, there's probably, there's more than you probably, there's more than people knew about, but there's still probably a, a pretty significant minority of the population, but they still deserve rights, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. They do absolutely deserve rights. Um, and unfortunately, as much as, um, the Nazis were protesting, they have a right to protest as long <laughs> as it's peaceable. They do. And they're not threatening. As soon as they threaten... The police should do the same, should move in and and move them out of there. I, I worked at a, a gay bar in the city for a couple of years. We used to have the Nazis come around there. They would leave uh, little flyers on the car, hate, little yeah. hate messages on the car. And every once in a while, I'd leave at night and I'd run into them in the parking lot. You know, they, they never bothered me, but they were there to be, uh, uh, to try to intimidate. Right. And you just ignore them and move on. Now, when they're screaming in your face, I don't think you can do that. So. Yeah. I, I don't know where you draw that line on, on protest, but uh, I just think that in many regards, trans people are very, they're in a terrible situation in our society right now um, because they're being used by, like I said, the money raisers, and they're trying to come out of the closet and be accepted, and um, th that's not a good place to be, I don't think so. So um, I, I, I will agree with you that I do believe Democrats, and especially like, like you said, like the, the, the leadership of the party and like the fundraising arm of the party do use social movements as oftentimes as a cudgel to hit people with and as a, right. and as a way to, and a, as a way to fundraise, uh, to scare people into, into donating to them. Hey, listen, I got to hold you there cause I got to take this break, but great call. Okay, I appreciate great. it. Thank Have you. Have a good night. You as well. Bye.